The comments and advice expressed in this audio experience are not intended for actual use and should never be taken seriously. If you do use any advice given, please let us know how it went and carefully consider getting yourself some help. Welcome back to another week of Fix That For You, episode 18. Um, that was weird. I usually say the, the number of the episode after I say the description of it, but this is the podcast where we take your embarrassing stories that you're going to send to us, or if you don't, we just take them off the internet, and then we still get a podcast out of it. Um, this voice that you're hearing talking to you right now through your ears is, is the voice of one of your co-hosts, Mitch Hessian. And this voice... <laughs> he's, in his, he's in his final form. <laughs> what is that? We're going Super Saiyan? <laughs> I am going to need you guys to introduce yourselves, actually. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Caleb Carson. I'm your co-host, Kyle Ryan. <laughs> and, um, uh, I'm sorry, you guys. I, um, I'm kind of, I, my mind's kind of somewhere else. I'm going to try really hard to podcast right now, but there was an announcement today that there's going to be a Pokemon Direct tomorrow at 9 a.m., uh, po- most likely introducing the new generation, and I am just kind of out of my gourd right now for that. And I can't <laughs> really focus on anything. I'm too busy thinking about all the good informations we're going to get in those sweet, sweet eight minutes tomorrow. Whoa. Um, you already know how many minutes it's going to be? Yeah, they told us that, and, and, they, and they said, here's what they said. They said, they said uh, we're going yeah, to tell you guys tomorrow at, eight, at 9 a.m. It's going to be eight minutes long, and that's all the information you're going to get for right now. And they said, so sleep tight. Wow. It's like, you freaking know I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to be up all night dreaming about my new starter that you guys are going to show me tomorrow. What like what might be coming out of this thing tomorrow? Uh, I I think we're, we're looking at the new generation, the new region, and possibly the first, the new starter. So we're, we might get to see the next nah, three starter. new Pokemon. Starter so Pokemon. Like, like Pikachu and Charizard and Squirtle, um, Squirtle and Bulbasaur. Like Squirtle and Bulbasaur, yeah. And then Pikachu kind of, but you're kind of forced. Like the only way you get Pikachu as a starter is if you play version yellow, and that's like one of the first three that came out. And then you, uh, and then you kind of like are shoehorned into getting Pikachu because that's the only option you have. So it's not really even an option, is it? Cyndaquil. Cyndaquil, yeah, that's a starter. Good job. Blaziken. Wait, now that's the kind of a starter. I, ha- I had a pretty, I had like a level yeah. eighty something. Torchic is what you're trying to think yeah, of, Kyle. Wait, Uncultured so swine. What, what's your guys' experiences with Pokemon? Played all of them. Joking. Really? I played. Oh, I played silver, really gold. Up there. I played silver, gold, ruby, leaf green. I think that's all I played. I think I. I know I played either Ruby or Sapphire, and I don't remember which one it was. Well, they're they're the same either way. I, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Well, it's oh, no, just no, the they final are legendary. different. No, they are. Yeah, they're legendary, and they are different in the sense that the color of your bandana is either blue or or red, depending on which one you have. What could it that's, have been? That's a huge joke. That's a huge distinction between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Actually, like one, some of my like first memories are about Pokemon. I remember really? when I was like four or five years old. Um, for Christmas, uh, all my brothers and me, we got the Pokemon games, and there was three of us brothers at the time, and so there were three games, and so we all each got oh, a different version of the game. Perfect. But I couldn't read it all, and if you know anything about Pokemon, it's a very text-based game, 
And so I, I remember kind of like starting up my Game Boy, you know, with the help of my brother or my dad or something because I couldn't get it to work by myself. And I started up the game. I named myself, but I couldn't spell yet. So I just kind of named my guy A-A-A-A-A, like, like 13 A's or, or something like that. And I, and then you kind of like start the game. And you, you guys probably know you always wake up in your in like your character's room. And, it, and you kind of like just get off playing a video game console of like a Pokemon game. So it's kind of like a... Like a game within a game. Yeah, it's a GameCube. Like a mother, like a mother Aksha doll, R- Russian doll. You know, kind of like a, a mother, uh, a Russian did nesting you... doll. Yeah, that's what that what is. What word did you use, Mitch? He's... Madaraka. Uh, like Madaraka. 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 So you kind of like your character kind of stops playing Pokemon in his world and goes and then he starts playing Pokemon in his in his actual real life world. Or her. Well, in the first game, it's always a boy. So don't pull that crap on me again. You, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you still have to. You still have to say or her, even if it's not an option. <laughs> um, and so you know, I, I start the game. I go down the steps, and then I can't really figure out how to get out of my house because <laughs> it was like kind of a weird new world for me. It was one of my fir- the first games I ever played. So I just kind of walk around my house for a long time, like, how the frick do I get out of here? Are there Pokemon in the house? Is that when I was supposed to play the game? And I, I don't, I never figure it out, and so I just quit mm. for like a year. Whoa, that's kind of my first memory of Pokemon. <laughs> and that drove you how to learn how to read? Um, no, because they never explain how to leave the house. Mm. Your mom's kind of like, "Hey, so glad you woke up this morning. Get well, out. Here's, here's your bag. Yeah, use your bag and leave." And you're like, well, how do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> she just assumes you'll know how to walk out of a door. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, have so, you ever forgotten how to leave your own house? Um, like. On purpose, yeah. Where mm. I'm like, you know what? Today's not really a going outside kind of day. <laughs> Where's that damn door? What if door? I just forgot? What <laughs> if I just forgot to get dressed and leave? Because if you think about it, you're playing a video game, and then you stop playing the video game, and then you forget how to leave the house. Then you look up, and there's a big screen above you, and some dude just looking down, trying to figure out where the exit to your house is. <laughs> you're the one in the video game. Because that, that little dude you were controlling in Pokemon was playing a video game. That's like, that's four games in one game. So <laughs> my character's playing a game of Pokemon. He leaves his game and I'm playing his game. But then God is playing my game. Yeah, dude. That's next level. That's next level. Could that be what Generation 8 is? He's, like, they're just going to announce kind of the you've all been in this game. <laughs> it's kind of like you playing a game of another guy playing a game of Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. You go to look at your starters and it's just like three random friends of yours. <laughs> Think, like Mitch, Kyle, Caleb, choose your starter. It's like, okay, well, well, Caleb's got a lot of intelligence, but his stamina is kind of low. But his, <laughs> his special ability is like really not too bad. Kyle's strength is really good, but his defense is lacking a little bit, and his intelligence is kind of mediocre. And and the Mitch one just, just doesn't really have anything going for him except for his speed, which then he kind of loses as he evolves. Through his life. <laughs> Kyle, as much as the people love Pokemon, let's give them what they actually came for here and provide them with that embarrassing story that's gonna make them. It's going to make their butt crack, their butt cheeks clench up. Here we go. Oh, this one. I was thinking that the name of our next uh, author relates to our Pokemon conversation, but then I, I read it again. So it comes from Blaxican, which is Black Mexican. Clo- well, but I yeah. definitely thought it was Blaziken. Close to Blaziken, which yeah. is, uh, that'd be kind of uh, a new Pokemon. Could be Maybe just, a Black uh, just a plain, Asian. Just a plain Black Blaziken. Just, like, don't change anything about the design concept of Blaziken. Just oh, make it black. Just Blaziken. Yeah. <laughs> don't change the name either. Yeah. Just, well, just call it Blaziken 2. Like, okay. <laughs> is, shouldn't Blaziken always be smoking a joint? Yeah. Oh, that's... Oh, you man, know what I mean? Good. That's kind of already... It's already built in. Do you guys know that Blaziken has, like, a little crotch tuft? 
Ever, yeah. Ever noticed that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. Very hot. Let's uh, do this. <laughs> 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 All right. This is brought to us by Bloxican1218. 1218. This happened years ago, but it's easily the one thing that I think about when I'm up at night. I used to work at this restaurant, and one night we were very busy. I had quite a few tables, and my mind was jumbled just due to how busy we were. Anyway, I had an older couple sit in my section, and I went up to them promptly and asked if they would like anything to drink. Before I could finish my sentence, they cut me off and simply said, water. It threw me off, but okay, I've dealt with standoffish guests in the past, so no biggie. I went off, I went back and got the water and then returned to them. They then simply asked for an appetizer we carried called crab and artichoke dip. I said, okay, I'll be back shortly with that for you. All the while, smiling to, you know, show them my awesome super customer service skills. Fast forward to the appetizer coming out, and things were just fine. The couple finally said more than two words to me, and I dropped it off, and the husband even gave me a slight smile. I thought to myself, awesome, I'm in. Here's the cringiest moment of my life. I went back to check on them and asked how the crab and artichoke dip was. And due to me being all jumbled in the head, I somehow got my words mixed up. up. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And looked directly at the husband and asked... So how does your dick taste? (laughs) The couple's jaws literally hit the floor. I don't know about literally. And turned around so fast, my feet almost came. Sorry. (laughs) My feet almost came. (laughs) (laughs) Don't pause there, Kyle. Didn't come with me. I couldn't face them after that and had to ask someone to take their dinner order. Easily the most cringy (laughs) moment of my life that I've ever had to deal with. That was interesting. His cringe moment kind of turned into your cringe moment with the whole feet coming thing. Well. Caleb can hardly contain himself. I it's, it's okay. Do I need to read it again? Ooh. I'm okay. I just, I think my face almost inverted. Anyway. Ooh. Oh, my cheeks hurt. Well, we got a restaurant cringe mm-hmm. those are hard to fix because things are always moving a tip is always on the line <laughs> <laughs> yes yes it I is think, i didn't mean to do that <laughs> <laughs> do you think we can get through this one without making another sort of uh male genitalia joke. But it's about that. How do we not? No, no. I, you we mean... can talk about it. Okay, okay. We just okay. get through without another pun. Fair. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm 100% with you. It, we just need to be able to say something, even if it is a joke, and not laugh for eight minutes yeah. after we say it. <laughs> That's the goal. Continue on, Kyle. There's a... There's a, there's a lot of a, moving parts. A lot of moving parts. There's a lot of tips on the line, and you gotta be prepared to do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes our words get mixed up when that happens, and it's completely understandable. Dip and dick, they're pr- they're pretty close. Similar words. Yeah, they're yeah. very similar. It's understandable that he messed up. So you have our empathy, Mister um, mm-hmm. Blacksican. Um, and I'm gonna th- I'm gonna alley oop this one over to Mitch here because it, it you know he's just got this look in his eye like yeah. he's got the solution for I'm you. I'm so glad you've just passed that ball on to me. I'm gonna slam dunk this thing right now. Okay, you're gonna work your way up. You made this small small mistake. Hopefully he hasn't told your manager about it because if he does, it's gonna be detrimental to the outcome of this plan. Assuming he hasn't told your manager about this horrible mistake you made by asking him asking a paying customer how his how his dick tasted, 
you are going to work as hard as you've ever worked, trying, you know, I don't think you have to become the manager, like, that's kind of the one I usually like to go to, you don't have to go that far, you know, you don't have to work that hard for this one, actually, here's what you gotta do, you just gotta break into your manager's office, Whoa. get into the, get into the menu settings on, like, his computer, and change the menu settings to, instead of, uh, crab and artichoke dip, just change it to crab and artichoke dick, and then you're automatically, <laughs> like, you're justified in that, by like, you're asking, you know, you your suggestion is to change all the menus? Just, yeah, yeah. Just in that, just in that restaurant, just in that one. Just in that restaurant. Yeah. Not all artichoke. Dip but then, like, it's the not world. on you because you're like, I'm just trying to follow the menu here. I'm not like, <laughs> I, I, I knew it probably meant dip, but I didn't want to make any. I didn't want to go over your head, Mister Manager, and say <laughs> dip when it, you might have actually. That's even better. Said it was a dip. In fact, you really should not become the manager if you're going for this one, because then it does fall on you. You know, then it's your responsibility. Yeah. Um, this way so you can hide. Uh, that's a that's a three pointer slam dunk right there. Oh, for sure. And you know, you know. You hack in on the on the computer one. That's one thing. And to change it on all the actual menus, you just find that little punk fourteen year old kid in there. He's probably already writing dick on the word <laughs> dick. And to say, hey, bro, I'll pay you to go around and do this to all the menus. Yeah. You just as soon as you are done with the table and you pick the menus up, just go and bring them to his table. Mm-hmm. He'll write dick on them, and then you redistribute them by the end of the night. You're golden. It's extremely easy to find a 14 year old that's riding dick because you can you can literally go to, behind any building and there'll be a 14 year old there spray painting the word dick or or pee on on the back of the building. You say, hey, come on over here, and you kind of lure him, kind of like you know. Uh, <laughs> as I'm saying this, I'm kind of realizing that maybe this isn't like the maybe I shouldn't be saying this like out loud. Yeah. It might not be the best advice we've ever given. Yeah. Don't, so use word, Let's don't, go. don't use the word. Don't use the word lure. Use the word. Uh, uh, Bribe? Bribe? Is, is that better? Bribe, maybe coerce? No, no, that's not any better. Uh, damn, um, mislead. <laughs> mislead. <laughs> Invite. Um, you know, Invite. Can, uh, it's just actually better to not talk to any children if you're over the age of 18. So maybe <laughs> find like a slightly younger but over the age of 18 person than you and then kind of blame them and put the put this whole shenanigan on them. And I think you kind of like sorted out all of our problems here. I, I think we've ironed them all out at least. Um, all right. This next story is brought to us by Reddit user Twist Chi. So, years ago, so long, in fact, that I can't even really remember what movie we were seeing, my mom and I went to the cinema. After coming out, we did the standard trip to the bathroom, which was dead. It's an odd way to describe a bathroom. But there was literally just me and my mom in there, or so I thought. I went into one cubicle, and my mom went into the other one further down. I peed really quickly and came out, washed my hands, and my mom was taking ages, so I hatched a brilliant plan to stand outside the cubicle and scare her when she opened it. The door clicked. My moment had come. I jumped forward into some random woman's face and yelled some incoherent nonsense. Blah! The thing is, I registered that it wasn't my mom instantly, but kept going anyways, and then just said, ha ha, at the end of it, and then my brain tripped out, and I just stood there in the doorway, blocking the woman's exit from this awful situation. This has turned into something different. This has turned into a completely different situation than what she thought she was going to do. She yeah, thought, yeah, I was yeah. going to pull a fun prank on my mom, and now it's turned into, I'm, now I'm, I'm going trapping to solve this, this person. Right. <laughs> it felt like a lifetime until she was like, please get out of my way. I left the bathroom, and my mom was outside waiting for me already. <laughs> Needless to say, I think about this encounter when I can't sleep at night, and I wonder how many people that woman recounted that story to. That is a disaster. Wow, what a trip. Man. It's like your self-destructive nature took hold of you and then held on tighter when the moment came that you realized that you could <laughs> bail. And I, I, I'm kind of... Wondering how you recovered from this. 
Well, that's what we're here for, I think, is what the... Wait, what? Yeah. We're here to fix that. Oh. We're here to fix, fix that for that? Them. We're fixing that for them. Fixed. Yes. I think it's interesting just how many of these stories happen in the bathroom. Like, this one didn't even have much to do with toilet or potty humor. No. It no. was just like a a good uh, setup. It yeah. just seems like... It seems to me like bathrooms are made for embarrassment. <laughs> you know? I mean, they have the one primary reason, purpose of, you know, excretion waste. of waste. But but something about their design. Whoever those, whoever those wily bathroom designers are, they really figured out how to make a room as embarrassment-prone as possible. Yeah, for What do sure. we do about that? Well, when they designed it, they decided, okay, you're going to be able to come into this room filled with smaller rooms that all have individual doors. But there's no door to the room itself. And I just think that's ironic, first of all, when you think about it. Mm. Here's a room full of doors, but there's no door to the room. <laughs> like, that yeah. just seems a little bit weird to me. Right. And then to get to get to the sink, you typically have to round some kind of corner, or some kind of blind spot. Mm-hmm. There's just blind spots everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. You, you open the stall door, you can't see half the bathroom. Right. And yet this blind spot, the, with all these blind spots, Within every one of these littler rooms are tons of little slits that you can see through and just yeah. at least make single eye contact with somebody that's outside. Kinda, that's kind of my problem with bathrooms is, is like if you're going to go if you're going to go to all the trouble of putting up these these walls that are supposed to, you know, kind of block people's vision of me while I'm in my most vulnerable position. <laughs> why do you leave these small little cracks and then big cracks on the bottom of it where people can easily just see they can easily just work around with whatever you were trying for them to avoid? Mm-hmm. Why don't like bathroom doors like close like a regular door where there's no there's no there's no open spaces. It's all sealed off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, there's gotta be a bathroom like that somewhere. It's sim- well it's called Europe. <laughs> they they have bathrooms like that. Okay, I a European on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh you're you're thinking of uh Western Europe. You go to you go to Eastern My Europe. Easily, yeah. I should not have made that mistake. Uh, <laughs> just the the amount of irony that's in the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that you could need to see or be aware of in the bathroom, you cannot see or be aware of. Yeah, and yet there's even things like mirrors to enhance you seeing other people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you see them when you don't want to. You right. see everything you don't want to see in a bathroom. <laughs> right. They're 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 in a minefield of embarrassment here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like. Uh, we can convince the woman in one way or another. See, here's the thing. She walked into this bathroom. She described it by her own words. She said it was dead, which is kind of a morbid way of describing a bathroom. But basically, there was nobody in there, or that, so she thought. Or like the toilets didn't work. Or the toilets didn't work. Or one way or another, this this bathroom was. Uh, or like there was uh, like the like every like there was so dirty. Maybe apocalyptic. Nothing could live there. You might you might say apocalyptic. Yeah. So I'm getting at here that like she waits for the door to open and screams at the woman and keeps on screaming and then behaves as though there's nobody there. She kind of like oh looks gosh. past the person and the lady's like, what are you doing? Why are you screaming at me? Da, da, da. And then she's, but she just doesn't react. Doesn't respond at all as though she's not even there. And then she goes to the next door, like the next urinal or a uh, stall stall slams the door open yells at it ah! <laughs> and like but there's nothing there and the lady's like so starting to get freaked out like what's going on here and then she moves to the next one slams it and, ah! and then what she does is she starts like looking around and like praying like in, La- oh, in latin oh my god sounds like latin oh my gosh and basically what she's trying to do is freak this lady out to either convince the lady that she's a ghost or convince her 
that the little girl or whoever is our main character, I don't she's know. She's haunting the bathroom. She's haunting the bathroom as a ghost. Okay, so she's Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle. She's Moaning Myrtle, but much creepier. She's right. Cinema Myrtle. Cinema Myrtle. Okay, so so basically what you did, Kyle, was what we were just extensively saying that we wouldn't do for this run, would just make her commit more to the action. But she's committing to the paranormal. I that think. you took it to a whole other level. She, a know, spiritual level. You're right, you're right. What if you just pretended you were like a promotional for like a zombie movie coming out? Oh, yes. That's really good. No, you stole my idea. Oh, that's what I was going to say. That's good. There's a special promotional going on, and she's trying to get people psyched up for this new freaking, I was, I I was going to say paranormal movie, not a, not a ghost movie, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. she's. Oh, I said zombie movie. Yeah, I, that's not yeah, paranormal. That's not paranormal. <laughs> Check the science out. Zombie. Any, anyway, it was, it's very similar to your to the dinner thing you brought up, where it's like, you know, they do the special thing at the dinner, they play a trick on you or or whatever. Yeah. It's like the same thing, but it's to promote a movie. And so okay. afterwards, she gives her like free movie tickets to make it like she's like, come and see this new movie. It's about ghosts. You just got a taste of it. Here's some tickets. Yeah, so you do have to buy uh, stranger movie tickets, but you do. You at do, least you don't. You're not embarrassing. Yeah, them. you make it right. And there's not very often where you can buy your way out of embarrassment. That actually mm. happens very infrequently. So this is a special occasion. Fix that for you. You are welcome. I think that was good. Please let's move on. <laughs> very good solution, Caleb. That was a good one. Though. It was also your idea. I'm sorry, I stole it, but I was sitting on it, and then I was like, I gotta say it. <laughs> This next story is brought to us by No Legs Oleg. That's kind of funny name. You want to look at it? No, I kind of do. No Legs Oleg. No Legs Oleg. No Legs Oleg. Oh, there's No Legs Olegs again crawling around. (laughs) (laughs) He's crawling around. No Legs Because he's got no legs. No Legs Olegs. All right. We, uh, yeah, we milked that one. (laughs) Wait, hold on. No Legs Olegs. (laughs) We milked that heifer. (laughs) No Legs Oleg's. No legs, no legs, no legs. <laughs> that sounds like the name of a, a cereal. A cereal? <laughs> like, oops, no legs, oh legs. Part of a balanced breakfast. That's Well, it's balanced because there's no legs, so it's, it's even. <laughs> Part of an unbalanced breakfast. It's chock full of sugar. Eat them with a spoon. <laughs> no legs, oh legs. It's like a cereal with, kind of, I'm, I'm thinking like kind of like corn puffs. Uh, flavorless corn puffs, and but then also like little marshmallows that are shaped like toenail clippings. Ooh. Kind of to symbolize like yes the legs are the legs are gone they are dead like these toenail mm-hmm. clippings are. I just figured like mm-hmm. with scrumptious the last word is o leg, I just figured they would be in some sort of circle shape so that on the box the no legs o leg the better. o could That's be some better. sort of take circle. Out this, take out the puffs and put it in little little circles. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the little circles are just marshmallows. And they kind of, yeah, hundred percent sugar. Toes, and like they also have the but then okay and then there's little green uh, toenails. Flakes. It's like the inverted of of. Lucky Charms, where the main cereal is marshmallow, and there's there just go. a few flakes of grain. Should yeah. we do a new podcast where we just come up with new cereal ideas every week? I like it. And then I think, okay, another cereal should be, um, it, it's called the uh, Face Pours. And uh, it's just like really, really big Wheaties, but instead of like lines in the Wheaties, they're like really small pores. Like I'm no, 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 no. I know no. what it'd freak you out, Caleb, because Caleb has that... Phobia that they were Tryptophobia. 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 But then... Which you, means he's just an attention whore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real phobia. But okay, then, Caleb. We believe you, you poor soul. <laughs> Me. Poor. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> then you pour the milk in. The milk pours. You pour the milk, and then the milk pours. Expand. Pus. No, they kind of like... Oh, they gush. puss out. They yeah. How do, you, how do you feel about that one? Uh, it makes me uncomfortable. Does it tingle your spine? No. Okay. Another cereal idea would, would just be kind of just be, uh, Captain Crunch, oops, O'Bailey's. 
Is that when you accidentally dump Baileys on your cereal and you're drunk at 8 in the morning? Because I've literally done that. I'm tired. <laughs> You've actually put Baileys in cereal? I'm tired and I'm like, where's the milk? Is no way. Dump half a bottle of Baileys on my Lucky Charms. That sounds delicious. Went right back to bed. I drink and eat that. What life have you lived? <laughs> Caleb kind of reminds you of like a, a guy that would work on like a like a shrimp boat during the summer between semesters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just salmon you know Alaska. what? I think I'm really honored by that. I had a I had a shirt I wore in middle school that said Bubba Gum Shrimp Co. on it <laughs> for a lot of years. <laughs> I wore that shirt. That's funny. Yeah. You guys want to get to the story? Sure. So for context, I work with kids at a before and after school program. This happened on a late start day, and because it was late start, we had a group of kids that another pair of school teachers were taking care of in our area, where we have our huge fridge. So at one point, I went back to get some food from our fridge and saw this kid who was closest to the fridge. Stop trying to sing fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 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 I have a question. Did they actually write fridge? Yes. Wow, they must be from the Midwest. That's cool. Instead of refrigerator? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of the thing that it actually is, and the word that is not even remotely close to correct, which is fridge. Okay, here's my question, a Midwest question. This has nothing to do with this. Have you guys, you guys have both lived in Michigan your whole life, right? No. Yeah. No? no. Okay, most of your life. Yes. A long time. Um, have you, what's the day before Halloween? Not Harvest Festival. Nothing. Or nothing? It's 30th. Right. Okay. Because I saw this map on Reddit, and it said, it said, there's this thing that happens only in Michigan. Everybody else in the country doesn't call it this, mm-hmm. but the day before Halloween in Michigan apparently is called Bandits Day or something like that. No, uh, that I've I've heard of. I thought I was gonna knew. I thought I knew what you were gonna say. Yeah, and it wasn't Bandits Day. That's or, not what I. Heard I think of. I'm. I might be butchering it, but it's something like Mischief Day or Ban. Or yes, Thief yes. Mis- mischief is closer. Yeah. Sometimes like tr- all the churches will have their trunk or treats on the thirtieth. Yeah, but like trunk or treat is like places. <laughs> so it's so the, I think the day before Halloween is Christian Halloween. Christian Halloween. <laughs> Christian Halloween. For all you holy you folks. You can't really say Christian and ween in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> a, can, we, can you look that up for us? Uh, yeah, L- looking it up right now. Poke okay. your ween. Uh, the Reformed Church says no. <laughs> they say no to everything. I knew it. I saw that one coming. Oh, uh, they have to, so. It's not their fault. Devil's Night. Devil's Night. That's it. Yeah. Bandit. <laughs> or Diablo Nocturne. <laughs> it's Diablo Noche. <laughs> Noche, that's nacho. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got like halfway through that story, and then we had to. When we Should I restart it? the story? Ah, uh, no, don't, ah, don't start it. I'll the just... longer we talk about me restarting it, the more I should just restart it. <laughs> so at one point, I went back to get some food from our fridge, and I saw this kid, and it was, and it looked like he was making his hand roll back while he was on like the ground, and I joined with him, and I was like, "Haha, it looks like you don't have a hand." I'm kind of confused at what the kid was doing, but we're just going to keep going. Immediately, he rolled his sleeve down and was like, I don't, while brandishing his handless arm. I immediately apologized profusely and got out of there quick. Most cringe slash awkward moment of my life. I don't know. I don't know if that's cringy. Seems I just like this say, kid was pretty comfortable with his well, body. The way you said it made it sound that way. I mean, yeah. he probably I could reread it that it. way. Maybe it's like this. Yeah, reread it for context. Immediately, he rolled his sleeve down and was like... I don't. 
while brandishing his handless arm. <laughs> so maybe that's how he said it. Yeah, it like I, I like the first way though. It makes me think of a really happy go lucky twelve year old that just a missing hand can't keep him down. It, yeah. it kind of my first instinct was like this was a prank. This like this was like a, a hook, hook line and sinker sort of yeah. thing. Well, I mean, I think it's I think I think we have a an obvious solution here. She cuts off her hand. That's what I was gonna say. Yep. That's the little hanging fruit right there. That's fix the that one. for you. <laughs> fix that for you. Um, that's what that's what happens in Alita Battle Angel. Except for it's like they cut off the dude's head. Hey, spoilers. My bad. You saw that movie? Yeah. In I thought theaters? I told you that. Yeah. You saw that movie? I thought Yesterday. you were joking. No, I, I was serious. Oh my gosh, why would you see that movie? Nothing about it looked good. If well, anything... someone told me, and I thought it was you, that it was pretty good. No, if it was me, I was lying about it. Well, it wasn't that good, in case you were wondering. Uh, there's one thing yeah, I know about. I know about... it wasn't that good. I could tell. There's one thing I know about Caleb. It's that he never jokes about anime to live action films so it did have a manga yeah yeah i was i wanted to know about that because i was very intrigued it wasn't a good movie but it could have been good there was some good source material i could tell that you excited for the new pokemon detective Uh, you saw the new trailer uh yeah yeah Yeah. i'm doing my best ryan reynolds voice right now (laughs) (laughs) what do you you think about the part where pikachu he's in the ring with the charizard he says get me the hell out of here and the next time he goes pika pika (laughs) <laughs> and just like the visual of Pikachu saying that but with Ryan Reynolds' voice like are you okay with with the fact that Pikachu's gonna say hell in the movie uh yeah have you ever <laughs> seen Eagle Raptor's animated video of Ivysaur versus Pikachu yeah yeah that's the <laughs> Pikachu I'm used to that's a good one okay should we actually do this one now this is the third time we tried to do this one <laughs> dude I think we should just chalk it up as a loss I mean we're not perfect <laughs> <laughs> this some one person out of the last <laughs> Out of the last 46 people doesn't get a solution, well, tough freaking nuts. Quit being a loser. Gosh. Can we say one positive thing about this? Besides okay, cutting okay. your own arm I off. Think, I think you either have cut your own arm off or socially pressure the rest of the class to cut anti-body shame the re- this other kid. And Anti- make this bo- kid... So compliment? Yeah. So okay. like, nah, I was, That's ah. way too hard. How about this? How about you just show the kid <laughs> that your your username is no legs Oleg, and you're pretty much even at that point because your username is no legs, and he doesn't have an arm. So I think you're fair and square. <laughs> okay. First of all, he doesn't have a hand, and second of all, I want to know what an anti compliment is or whatever the freaking an anti compliment. What'd I you say? Anti body shame. What's that? Which means you know how. Uh, body shaming. Why do we Why do we call it anti body shaming? Why do we just call it body praising? <laughs> no, here's the, here's what I'm getting at. Her like body shaming is like uh oh, we can't use this. <laughs> Gosh dang it! This is the sixth run we're gonna take on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting stuck on the runway, and what we are not say? getting lift off. Okay, fine. I think it's funny that like body shaming is like this fake thing that we do to make some people feel good. I think anti body shaming is a fake way to make somebody feel good about their body. So, <laughs> so it's like what girls do all the time. Like, yeah, I love your. Oh, makeup. I love your hand that or lack thereof. You're so cool about how you're confident about not having a hand like the rest of us. I bet you're so differently abled, and I love that skirt. <laughs> Um, okay, so here here we go. Cut off your arm, show him your username, lie about how good his, his no hand looks. But don't do all three. Do not do all three. Mm. You can maybe do two. In the past, we've done limb regeneration via, via dark magic. That's true. What is that? Episode yeah, four, three or four? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe we got to go to maybe more science-y options, so like a serum or a, you know, a, a lizard, you know, like a lizard serum. Uh, the, the, the lizard the lizard serum yes <laughs> try saying that three times fast lizard serum it's hard here's what you gotta do the lizard serum it's hard that's my best Ryan Reynolds 
here's what you got to do. If I know anything about kids, is that kids love video games. Um, yes. And so we have this new kind of technology called uh, virtual reality. It's kind of like up and coming and kind of becoming a big thing. I predict like in 10 years, it's going to be pretty normal. I might be regretting that later. Um, so, But if you can get into like some sort of like VR technology industry, kind of help develop, maybe streamline this technology further. I think the motivation of you making a huge fool of yourself in this moment will be like your motivational drive. Like when they make a documentary of you or like a, a what do they call it when it's like a movie, but it's also like a documentary? Like You almost said it. Mockumentary. Is that what it is? I mm-hmm. thought that was like when it's, when it's a documentary, but it's not like, uh, it's not like for real. It's not like, it's like a, it's like a make like fun a set, of Like a satirical documentary. Yeah. Like the office oh. is kind of, like the office is kind of like a mockumentary. Uh, no, no. A mockumentary is like, a. Are you sure? Because didn't you and I talk about this, Kyle? And you Anyways, did not call it a mockumentary. You make a when they make uh like a, a movie about your life. Um, they're this is like this is, what, this is like the the pinnacle point, the shifting point in like your career. So just get really delve deep into this virtual reality technology. Make it so it's so realistic that this kid, when he puts it on, he cannot distinguish himself between his virtual life and his real life, except for the fact that he has two arms in his virtual life. He can be anything he wants to be, and, and I think at that point you more than made up for it. I think the problem we run into, and I think a lot of, you know, movies and, and literature kind of, uh, they kind of address the situation is that a lot of times uh, people will get so hooked on their virtuality, mm-hmm. they'll actually, it'll become their, their reality, and they'll get stuck in it. I don't know what you're doing with your arm there. What do you, what is that? A little hook? A little claw? With your, Kyle's like holding up his finger right now in kind of like a claw hook motion. What are you trying to say exactly? Like Captain Hook? What are you, this kid can, be, this kid can become Captain Hook? Yeah, I think that's the easier solution. Go to the hardware store, buy a hook, give it to the kid, say, hey, pretend, a pi- <laughs> pretend you're a pirate. Hey, you're, no, you are a pirate now, actually. <laughs> you're a pirate now. Come sit the seas with me and steal I, the booty. I applied to a pirate ship for you in Somalia, and you are now part of their crew. <laughs> you have, I gave you a job and a livelihood. You are welcome. <laughs> Fix that for you. You are so very welcome for that solution. That's going to do it for us on this episode of Fix That For You. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, this has been episode 18. Please tune in next week. As we bring you just another just super great, very well thought out, very highly scripted, highly, highly edited episode of Fix That For You. Um, if you would like to get in contact with us in the meantime, before next week. You can reach out to us on Facebook. We're at FTFY Podcast. You can tweet us on Twitter. Hang on. I, I, I kind of wanted to do it like a fast. Like, I know you kind of want to do it, but this kind of has to be the part where they can understand it. Even but they, though, like, he, don't they, really, hear it, they hear it all the time, though. They know. They really don't even get don't they know, much emails. Anyways. Oh, uh, yeah. You can find us on Facebook, reach out, message us, like the page. Uh, we're FTFY on Facebook. You can tweet at us on Twitter, at FTFYPod is the handle there. And you can please, please, please send us your embarrassing stories or the embarrassing stories of somebody you know to our email, which is FTFYPodcast at gmail.com. Also, a big shout out to the Cold Soda Club for our use of their song, Gnip Gnop. That's the song that plays on the intro and the outro of this podcast. Hope you enjoy it. If you do, go ahead and check them out on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere you find your music. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Fix That For You. We will see you guys next week on Monday as we release another episode of Fix That For You, ready for your ears to intake into your brain holes. I have been your artichoke dick, Mitch Hessian. I have been your stall ghost, Kyle Reinen. And I'm your handless host, Caleb Carson. And you have been our beloved listener. You are welcome! <laughs> <laughs>